0: breadsticks, Paris, this is god-awful gaming. We're the worst, talk about the best. I'm your host Sabine and I'm joined by my other host Zach and we're going to talk about the summer showdown. Uh, We've missed a few weeks, so uh, we're going to talk about basically the whole summer showdown, talk about what we've seen so far, talk about what we're going to see this upcoming weekend with the rest of the qualifiers and the knockouts. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be a fun time. Zach, what are your thoughts so far on uh, the Summer Showdown?
1: I, I mean, you know, uh, as a San Francisco Shock fan, I am pained right now. Uh, I think Striker striker retiring was a bigger deal than I think people anticipated. Uh, that is kind of my go-to. Uh, you know, and like most of the league has looked very strong uh, besides the Valiant. However, I do think... And I do think that most of the teams have shown a lot of promise, but other teams have been either clutch, have made better plays, have made better decisions. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a pretty good week of pretty good two weeks of Overwatch.
0: Yeah, I think. I am so happy that we're out of hero pools. Um, that's always so my for another two weeks. For another two weeks, and then we go yeah. back to hero pools. But like this, this tournament has been so fun because it's the return of like the what are they gonna play? What meta is the meta? Uh, and it's like roughly boiling down to what it did in uh, the May Melee. But I think I don't know. I think this has been a really fun tournament. I think. A lot of people have been very critical of sort of those top teams um, that you expected to do well like san francisco gladiators um and sort of the resounding like sort of feeling that i i've been feeling is that it's not that any team is playing badly like even the vancouver titans who being a fan of is a hard thing to do right now um even the vancouver titans like you know, there was a few moments this weekend where I was on the edge of my seat. They like their their game against the the shock. They had some really good defense um, where they able to translate that into uh, map wins or more importantly, breadsticks. Not quite, um, but like even that team has shown that like this season Every team wants it and they're trying hard to get it and they're doing whatever it takes, whether it's roster changes or role changes with like checkmate going over to main tank. Like they're willing to try anything. And I think it's led to some of the best Overwatch we've seen in a while. So I'm I've been loving it. but I I want to hear your thoughts on uh Paris because obviously they're sort of a standout right now. Everyone was like not really sure what to expect with Paris's roster. They've had they've gone through roster changes so far. Uh what are you getting a sense of with this roster right now?
1: I I don't think they're as good on paper as last season because I mean last season they had FD God, they had who else did they have? They had a lot of players. Um I can't recall everyone on the top of my head uh but i mean most of their old roster is now all in the top teams in na and so i i think that shows the strength of like what they've had to go through to rebuild uh they look incredibly good in my opinion uh i i don't know if it's as good as dallas i don't know if it's good as shanghai obviously uh they haven't shown that consistently but i mean they have they went through like a month of changes to to fix that, I think I should say. Uh, but I mean, I think Khan is probably the best Baptiste in the league right now. I don't I don't really know if there's any.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone would argue th- argue with you on that one.
1: And Bapt- I think he's the strongest Baptiste in the league. I don't uh, I don't know if he's necessarily the best ain't like, excuse me, flex support in the league, but I definitely think he's the best Baptiste in the league. Uh, I think their DPS line's pretty strong. And I, which I, I mean, they the DPS line isn't the strongest. I, I think you know teams like the Houston Outlaws. Even I think the Shanghai Dragons obviously Soul Dynasty. Uh, I think most there's a, a lot of the top teams have better DPS lines, but I think that the DPS DPS line is solid enough that it causes them to do very well no matter what if if they're enabled well. Uh, and I think they just play well. I think they they realize that they're a team and they want to be a team together and i think that's actually kind of a hard thing that a lot of teams don't do well in the overwatch like they will play kind of individually and i think that's been a case with the san francisco san francisco shock uh this season that they're going for a lot of individual plays and not playing as a team and it's been really affecting them and i think teams like paris like the houston outlaws which i mean I'll, i'll talk about later too um they have realized that once they play as a team they win and it's been working to great effect and right now the paris eternal are the number one team in the na region or the west excuse me
0: uh yeah no i totally agree with what you're saying about paris i think this for me what the standout moment has been is they are a team that has so many like up and comers and like rookies um and I think that they just want it so badly. Um, they want to show that they're like, they everybody who's ri- who wrote off Paris at the beginning of the year was wrong. Like, you can tell that there's sort of like this young spunk to them uh, that I think is really exciting. Um, where Yeah, they're not like the best in every single thing, uh, but when they come together, they're you know, it's how I felt about San Francisco, like, when I look back at the old San Francisco, is like, yeah, sure, I wouldn't argue that, like, you know, all of their components were always the best at every little thing, but they played so well together Um that I think, and they had this sort of, like, this want and this need to do better. So I think I'm expecting big things. I really, I do think Paris is going to go to... Hawaii this time, so I'm excited to see that for them. But I think another team that I'm really excited about, because I can finally start talking about them in a positive light, is that Philadelphia Fusion. They finally are getting their action, like their full roster to Korea. Uh, like Shockwave just ended quarantine I think yesterday or today um and they had a good game they won a game (laughs) this this past weekend uh and i'm so excited about philly like getting their roster they're starting to look really strong and really clean uh obviously they're they like they lost against shanghai i don't think that's a surprise uh but they made it competitive like the whole game like there was no i there were several maps that i was like oh yeah like if I didn't know, I'd watched it after it was, I didn't watch it live, and so I was like, if I didn't know the outcome, I would have expected Philadelphia to win this map, kind of thing. Uh, what are your, what are your sense about, like, Philadelphia, or just, like, APAC in general? What are we seeing from there? I definitely
1: think the Seoul Dynasty don't deserve the number one spot, uh, which I don't think they they will maintain. I think the Shanghai Dragons will go 4 Uh I the Philadelphia Fusion definitely look a lot stronger. I don't know if they're able to qualify. Let me, let me double check. Our... Okay, so they, they still have a chance to qualify, and I think they will. I think the top four will probably be Dynasty, Dragons, Fusion, and then maybe Chengdu, maybe Spark. I think it, it really depends. Uh, how, how each play, because I mean, Spark looked really strong, but I think teams have started to figure out how to deny shy space, and I think that's really been really affecting... The Hongso Spark. But yeah, fusion have looked in way better, especially like that first map on uh Li J- uh Lee Tower. Uh, <laughs>
0: Li yeah. Tower. Tower. Of course.
1: <laughs> uh when I think Funny Astro showed that he was not necessarily the same type of Lucio's as Li Gong, but he was as good as Li Gong, I agree, uh, yeah funny Astro was just he was so good that game and EQO, I think I I think maybe they just didn't I think they were trying to force a Tracer meta and I don't know if Tracer's really meta right now Tracer it's been Shanghai I think Shanghai with the choice of Sombra has been way stronger Uh, and I think E Q O looked really good on Sombra but just not against Shanghai I think against any other team he would look great on Sombra but Lip what? was just insane.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's unfair to be like, oh, you know, like, EQO, like, you looked good on Sombra, but, like, you're going against Lip. Like, anyone going against Lip on Sombra is just not going to look as good because his hey. mechanics on that character are just unreal. The amount of time right. that he builds up ultimates as Sombra is insane. Like, there's so many right. EMPs.
1: I I Okay, I should re-clarify then. I... I think he would look as good if the Philadelphia Fusion were as good as the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, I think part of the reason that Lip can do all of these things is because you have players like Fate, you have Void making so much space. I think Fusion are are very strong right now. I think I think they're going to be stronger, especially with Shockwave coming back. I think they'll be even better once that they have Poco coming from France uh which i mean might not happen this season sadly it it does seem right. like there is quite a bit of issues with like france and korea uh, in regards to corn quarant- like in regards to uh visa he issues says, visas yeah. um i was going to say quarantine uh <laughs> but i'm like wait quarantine's not the issue here i and i think that does actually affect them cuz i think diva is basically the best off tank this season and i bet his best role um, is it I don't, I don't know is yeah there, is there no Poco,
0: Poco is a, a it's a really good yeah, um, he's
1: the, the deeper player I didn't watch fusion player. much last season so I, I didn't even know I barely know the team uh, I watched
0: fusion I like I wasn't like rooting for fusion last hmm. year but I was like pretty big on like fusion was obviously a good team and they were really the only team that was giving shock a run for their money last season Um, so you kind of just like had to pay attention to the them um, because like Philadelphia, I think actually beat the shock in overall standings, uh, for last season. Um, so I did watch quite a yes, bit. Poco did. Poco is a very good diva. It is very unfortunate that they don't have that diva player. Like mm-hmm. I, I think is it Hoppa who's the off take right now for Philly?
1: I believe so. Yeah, it's it's something with a.
0: With an I age. don't think. Whoever, I, I think it's Hoppa, uh, but whoever is doing the off-taking, I don't think it's doing a bad job. I just think that, like, Poco has that sort of, like, he he almost has a little bit more of a leadership role is from what I've seen with the Philly roster. So not having him is unfortunate. Uh, but you do actually, you mentioned something that it I wanted off-off. to it is haha there we go see i know my stuff (laughs) um but actually you mentioned something that i did want to ask you about uh Mm -hmm. which is uh you mentioned that you're you're thinking tracer's not quite in the meta Mm -hmm. how do you think the meta is shaking out like in comparison to the bay melee like Mm -hmm. we can compare it to the june joust but like obviously that was um you know that obviously that was hero pools What, what are you thinking of the meta so far
1: i I should clarify, I think Tracer is meta, at least in regards to what Shanghai is running. I mean, Shanghai have been running that, that Tracer Sombra. But they they also, Tracer isn't necessarily, I mean, with whatever Flood it plays, it's going to look amazing. Flood has kind of been switching between Echo, he's been switching to Tracer. And I think it looked really good on the last map against the Philadelphia Fusion. I think that was Bull of Anubis. I mean, he had those amazing plays where he, he was hiding and... Stuck, he you know, he stuck a couple pulse bombs on you know, I think he on Toby a couple of times and basically ended the fight before it even happened. Uh, however, I do think the stronger meta right now, at least, is still the brawl meta from NA, the May Symmetra Reinhardt kind of rush comp. I think Ball is just looking strong right now because I think Shanghai is running it, but I'm going to be curious to see if. If, like, once they play against NA teams, if they are going to switch the rush themselves, which I think might actually put. I think it's still Shanghai's tournament to lose because I think they might be able to force teams to go into that ball meta. But I think the easier meta and the one that has the more likelihood of winning, if the win conditions are met, is the May Symmetra. Yeah,
0: I think the May Symmetra is. You know, I don't know how many people would have predicted uh Symmetra's dominance in the overall metas this season. Um, please, please, stop it. Please, please, please nerf this character. Um, but, like, yeah, she's she's been so dominant. And I think it's, I think a lot of people weren't expecting it. Um I, I agree. I think that Rush meta is going to be quite dominant. I'm not surprised that it's um dominant now. I also think the map pools have led to be it being more dominant. Um just because I think all the maps in rotation are fantastic Symmetra maps. Like they all have really good utilization of teleports. Um and all of like all of the top teams are trying to do that. So I think I think that's where we've seen Symmetra's like real dominance. Um I I'm interested to see Like you said, I'm interested to see if the NA teams will have to adapt to what Shanghai is bringing. Because I think Shanghai has the ability to play what they play so well. You know, all of their components fit so well. Fleta can do so much on whatever hero he's on. I could totally see them being forced, like NA teams being forced to move over to that ball comp. Um because we've seen a, a little bit in NA, not a ton, but like you've seen a few switches to it. Um, I think if Shock actually could get over to uh, uh, to Hawaii, which I'm not, not convinced they're going to do this time, but I think if they could, um, I'd actually really like to see them play that comp um, because I think Troy, uh and uh the tank line could play that incredibly well. So that's sort of like what I would like to see with the meta, but I agree. It's this sort of brawl meta right now. Um which leads me to my next thing, uh which is what teams do you actually predict we'll see? Obviously we talked about Shanghai, mm. but what are the other teams do you think from NA that we're gonna see in uh in Hawaii this time?
1: I think overall in Hawaii hmm I have to. I just have to go with Dallas for NA. I think. I, I think discounting Dallas is is what's going to give them the anime protagonist arc again. Uh, and I'd just be scared to see what happens this time if we don't. Second team, I'm going to go with Paris. Only, only if the San Francisco Shock don't qualify for the knockouts, and I don't think they will. It's going to be a very big stroke of luck for them to qualify. But, which I mean, I do think is possible. I think all of the teams currently above them have a chance to three the teams below them but i i just highly doubt it's gonna happen in apac so so i'm gonna go with paris and dallas for the west or apac i have to go with the shanghai dragons i think that's very clear why and then i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you on fusion this time i think i, I think soul dynasty just don't look that strong to me they you know and you saw the 3-2 game, and then there's the three zero game. You did not expect it to be the three two being Soul Dynasty versus the Guangzhou Charge. I agree with you that the Shanghai Dragons Philadelphia Fusion game was not stomp as the scoreline like showed. Um, and so I just I don't think the Soul Dynasty are strong enough. I think I think Marvel is is Marvel did very well the first week, and I think Prophet and Fitz are just a very strong. DPS line, but I I just don't think they know the meta and I don't think they'll be able to do well against stronger teams. I think they're I I should clarify this is if both teams are able to compete in different sides of the bracket. Like if Philadelphia Fusion and Shanghai Dragons compete on the same side, the Shanghai Dragons will qualify. Um and so there is a chance the Soul Dynasty qualify. But I think if if it's Philly and out Dragons on top, which I don't think it will be, so I, I think they'll be. There is a chance that they will meet. I think it will be those two teams if they're on separate sides.
0: Yeah, I think that's always sort of what it comes to. It's so hard to predict like what the the bracket shakeout's going to be because you don't know who's going against who. Um, I mean like you can kind of predict if you're like, "Oh, well, I think this is going to be the first seed and the second seed." Like if you could probably predict it. Um, but that's a, that sounds too close to math for my liking. Um, I, I think I agree with well, I, I agree with you for APAC. I think predicting Shanghai not to be there is like laughable. Like Shanghai is just the, I think they are the clear dominant team in APAC. And then I do think fusion just because I think fusion has the best ability to sort of run with things, I really hope they're not on the same thing and then I will be sad. Um, when it comes to NA, uh, I definitely agree that the Fuel have a very strong chance of going again, um, but because I like controversy and drama, uh, my predictions <laughs> are actually uh, for the Paris Eternal and the Atlanta Rain to go to Hawaii Um, because I'm just, I'm just going
1: to say wrong again, but I'll let you, I'll let you finish.
0: That's totally fine. (laughs) Um, I don't even, I don't know if rain can technically qualify um, just with where things are at right now, but their two games uh, this weekend are Atlanta or uh, against London and Boston. Um, So I think that would put them at three, one, in The standing,
1: I don't know if they'll beat Boston, but yes, continue.
0: I think they'll beat Boston. I think
1: the Atlanta Reign,
0: yeah, I think the Atlanta Reign, but uh, the
1: 1 1 team will beat the 2 0 team,
0: okay. But the 1 1 was like, who did Atlanta <laughs> go against? Like
1: the Dallas feel uh, in, yeah. in, a, in a close 3 2 series,
0: exactly, in a quite Ex- close, exactly. So, I think I don't think Dallas. Looks bad in the slightest, but I think Dallas has been slightly less good than they have the last time. Maybe it was something about losing uh, that second tournament that like shook them or something. Or maybe just they're not strong with this meta or something, which I don't think is true. But like, I don't, I think Dallas is a chance of not qualifying. <laughs> and I think, I definitely think Rain could pull, I think Rain could go 3-1. Um, or sorry, yeah, 3-1. And just sort of like creep under things and say they go against like the Defiant. Actually, I didn't even qu- think about Defiant. Never mind. Actually, scratch this Paris Defiant. That's 100% my, uh, my choice.
1: That is that is a very, very, very risky. <laughs> I hope you. That's an even more better, bold. Uh, that's a little I'm, more bold.
0: <laughs> I like the bold decisions. I mean, okay, so Defiant have two games. Never mind. I actually, I totally disregard all of this. It's gonna be Dallas and Paris. (laughs) I'm just like looking at the matches this weekend. I'm like, okay, so like, uh, where is it? Toronto's first game is on Friday with the Gladiators. Um, and their second game is against the Dallas Fuel. So, as much as I think the Toronto Defire are super great and they should sign Aspire full time, uh, forever and never let him go, um, I, I do think they'll be, they will, they won't be able to beat Dallas, even though they're technically ahead of Dallas in the standings right now. Um, okay, yeah. Damn it. I have to go back on my word and my hot takes.
1: Tsk, tsk. I mean, just, just to. It's okay to agree with my takes. It's okay.
0: It's not that Uh. I don't, it's not that I want to disagree with your takes. It's that I really just love hot takes. Like when the, when the watch point desk is like, let's do the bold predictions. I was like, I am made for this. I will pull out the most bullshit thing out of my my head of like, what is the weirdest take that you could have? You you know what
1: my weirdest take in the Overwatch League is? Tell me. That FD God should play Lucio for the San Francisco. I just it's just a very, very hot take. You know. The one game they play, Twilight FD God, they looked incredible. And then they decided to stop doing that.
0: I I love Violet. Like Violet is a great player. But why is he why is he like San Frans- i don't know what Krusty or anyone in San Francisco is doing right now, but like, please stop using Violet to play every role that you think you're having an issue with. Trust me, he's not the solution. He's very good at flex support, and if you keep him there when the time, t- like when the meta permits to play one of his heroes, he will do that and he will play it well. But holy. Putting him on main support and then like when they were playing him on DPS. It was like, it was, I thought it was going to be like a one-time gag where they were like, let's put Violet on DPS. I was like, San Francisco going to come out of the gate, you know, they'll do some like weird stuff and then they'll go on to dominate. And it, it's not a joke anymore. <laughs> They're just putting Violet on everything. And I'm like, this is the wrong decision. And everyone is, everyone knows it. Um, so... That's there's my little rant on San Francisco. I just I really 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 want them to play the people that they hired for those roles. You know, it's the same thing with like. Mm-hmm. Actually, this goes for like every team, though. Like, I'll I'll say that Checkmate has done well on main like on main tank, um, just because Checkmate is a fantastic player. But like, we actually didn't talk about this. It was in our outline of like why why would they bench OG? It's not like. Oh it was it's not like it was OG's fault why they weren't doing well. Um but like I get you want to try new things. These teams are looking for like whatever is going to be their next edge, but like the I think the inconsistency and in switching things up for players, like a ton of teams have been trying to do it where they just switch things up way too much and they're like far too many subs in and out. Um and it's making the players inconsistent and they're not like confident in what they're doing um you know like houston stopped doing that and houston started to stabilize now like play them on their roles like these people know what they're doing stop switching them around like this there's just far too much rigmarole i'm not a fan There's my rant of the week
1: yeah i just the fact i mean i don't i don't want to say that like checkmate would have immediately brought the Florida Mayhem back from the brink in week two, but I, I just, I don't think it's OG's fault. I think he might just not mesh well with teams and maybe that's sadly the end of his career, but he he looked fine. He looked better than honestly, he looked better than checkmate and gargoyle on Reinhardt. I I hate to say that, uh, but his <laughs> gargoyle's Reinhardt was not good, at least for the Overwatch League standards. um. And yeah, I love Violet. I think he's the best. He's the best Zenyatta. I think the league has, and he's a very strong bat But i I like what I like what a lot of what a lot of the disc was saying. I like what a lot of people in the the community are saying is that Twilight is as good on every other flex support. I mean, besides Zenyatta, and even better on Ana, which is looking to be more meta than than Zenyatta is so why play why why play why play like violet over over twilight or and then in this case why play violet on main support he the only character i think he looks better on than he got on is maybe brigita maybe but like yeah but even during the sf shocks goat reign it was striker playing brig mm-hmm. so like i don't why just explain to me (laughs) as a shock just why so i I
0: don't know and like you look at shanghai like let's say shanghai is the top of you know the season which i currently think they are with like dallas being second i think what shanghai has shown is that like if you find people who are just like really good at what they do but they're also incredibly consistent you will succeed like shang i i haven't been a fan for a super long time and so i can't be like oh shanghai when they were really bad all those ages ago uh because i didn't watch any of those um but i can only imagine they were probably not at at the stable point where they're at i think teams that have shown Their rosters are stable. They're not constantly switching things up. Like, all of the players are consistent, have shown a much higher dominance this season than other teams that are, like, trying to constantly switch things up. Like, even Vancouver Titans have constantly been switching things up. Like, they brought in a new main tank because there are main tank left, and they brought it... They have, like, a bunch of different DPS that they're trying out, and... You know, we didn't actually touch on Vancouver, and I did want to mention this um, as a by proxy Vancouver fan. um, I was really, really, really impressed with Dalton this weekend. I think he's had a tough time figuring out his groove. um, But his tracer this weekend looked so good. He got so many good sticks, and he was, like, constantly putting pressure uh where it needed to be and he was like starting to sort of crack into what san francisco was doing and i was like yay go go, vancouver you've kind of figured something out like play into that more um because dalton's the like dalton F.R.D. and like the back line are the only real consistent things with vancouver and i think it started for me it started to show that like those are the best aspects like lynxer is so good but you can't play Linkser all the time, and so he doesn't get to be that consistent self of like constant play. So, yeah, I I wanted to give shoutouts. I Vancouver obviously did not win and didn't do great and didn't even get breadsticks. But I think they've shown promise, and I've shown I think they've shown why they are in the league. I just wish their org was less crappy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I mean I think it's something to also mention. I mean you mentioned the you mentioned the Titans. Uh another team I think that was that had great a great lineup and that was very consistent with it during the May May but then didn't really do it during the June Joust was the Houston Outlaws. I think this past this past couple weeks they've really been playing the same lineup and I think it's been working wonders for them. I I think it's, they don't have the communication errors that I think they were having during the June joust. Um, I think they're focusing more on, you know, what's, what could we do better in this situation and not, well, who could we change to make
0: sure we win? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Houston, Houston's the, like, another fantastic example of this, of like, okay, May melee, they were doing good. Um, because they weren't constantly changing their tank line. They were changing supports and that was super weird. And like, obviously Jake coming in, like he was good. Like, I don't think that was inherently bad, but I think they've worked out the kinks of what Juby and, um, why am I forgetting the other support's name? Um, but they're like their back line. They've sort of worked out the kinks of that. And so that's... Become a lot more strong, um, and then through the June jou- joust, you had this like dreamer and Jengu, and just like what is going on? Why are you like switching these people out to play the same ki- like heroes? Like what is going on? And they've stopped doing that, thankfully. And it's yeah, they're they're doing good again. Like they're starting to feel more consistent. I just i I talked about it in past episodes, mm-hmm. but I just think consistency is so key for what they're doing. And also I'm... the,
1: the outlaw's uh, support line is Crimson and Juby. I
0: I feel bad that I forgot Crimson because he's like been on there for so long. Oops, oh, sorry, Crimson. <laughs> but yeah, um,
1: you need to you need to your APAC uh, your APAC predictions.
0: Oh, my APAC predictions. Oh, I thought I said I completely agree. Shanghai, Philly
1: oh okay i I, you just didn't go in depth so i might have misheard it i
0: I didn't think i needed to i was like obviously shanghai Mm. i i think shanghai could win the whole season at this point like i think they'll be the 2021 winners um i think they should get just give lip mvp and then you could have two mvp winning dps Mm. (laughs) uh it's a little excessive i would like to see a, a tanker or a support actually win mvp uh, preferably Tank, but... Um,
1: Fearless. Th-
0: yes, I, I think Fearless should win MVP, but um, I think I, I think Shanghai is just the best team in the league. And then I think Phillies mm. just has the most promise and the most opportunity to grow. Uh, I'm really, really excited to she- see Shockwave play. I really hope they bring him out this weekend. Um, but, fun fact, me and Shockwave have the f- same birthday,
1: when, when is that?
0: Uh, July twenty fifth. It's coming up soon.
1: Happy early birthday!
0: Thank you. Go wish Shockwave everyone a happy, happy birthday on the twenty fifth. Um, huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited to see Shockwave play. I really want a sniper meta. I like. I know it, it makes everything worse, but like I just want a sniper meta, uh, so I can just see constant ons and Shockwave play. That's all I really want.
1: <laughs> Ons would be it would be great to see Ons. I think, and yeah, I think Ons looked rusty. And we didn't really talk about this when we were talking about yeah. the shock. But I think Ons looked rusty. But I think it was also just it's not it's not a hit scan meta right now. And I think next, I think if Widow's not banned and I don't think it will be, I think we will see Widow next tournament in the whatever it's called. What is it called? The August, the August Ornate. I
0: don't know. <laughs> Wait, I have it open one second. Uh, the countdown cup.
1: <laughs> that is such a horrible name. Why like why do they have why do they have the May Melee, the June joust, the summer showdown, and then the countdown cup? I don't know. I, re- I, guess,
0: I guess the countdown cup's supposed to be like countdown to the playoffs, but like why? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, yes. I did want to talk about two things sorry two more things and then i think we'll probably wrap up here uh just to mention on the shock we've talked a lot about them but they're a fantastic team uh with lots of things to talk about on's coming back super excited think it's great that he's back one of my favorite players in the league um but i also want to give a shout out to glister i think his tracer is really good and i think he's got a lot of room to grow on tracer um and to f- sort of fill those shoes of Stryker um, on that tracer, I think he did really well uh, that weekend. So shout out to Glister. Um Yeah, yeah I do. Those-
1: yeah. I, well, I think that what made Stryker so strong is not his aim was not the best on Tracer. Like i I love I love him, but he wasn't. But he had the best decision making in the league, and I think that that just created so much space by himself that no one really like. I don't think anyone can really do it themselves. I think Stryker's having to learn all of this on his own. I think it does suck that he has to, but I, he has been doing very well. I agree with that.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. We've talked about what, what's what been going on, what we're thinking coming up into this, this weekend, starting to, uh, tomorrow as of recording this. Um, so we have been god awful Gaming. Uh, we're the worst. Talk about the best. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. It's a fun week, and we'll uh, we'll talk about the knockouts next week. Sure, to yeah. be an exciting, exciting episode. Yeah, follow uh, me
1: on on Twitter at the Zohan TTV.
0: Yes, that was my next thing. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was you, what's your what's your plug? Uh, you can also follow me on uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch at the underscore bean one one three. Thank you all for tuning in, and have a lovely day.
1: Bye.